There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark to Light Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody out there is doing well. And I'm here with Jim Price, and I hope everybody had a merry, 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 merry Christmas. Good morning, folks. We, merry Christmas. Yeah, merry and Christmas. now we enter oh, 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 into uh, one of the funnest weeks of the year. Isn't that right, Jim? The funnest weeks? The We're talking about the lame duck I, week between Christmas and, and New Year's? Yeah. When no, nothing gets my, done, but everything should be done? This is this is my favorite week. My favorite week of the year. Is it? It is. Why? Because your Congress spent one point seven trillion dollars on an omnibus bill changing the laws and regulations across your country. No, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I don't conform to uh, to modern day <laughs> political theory. Um, you know, they're out there doing the best they can to represent us. Um, and uh-huh. at one point seven trillion dollars, they must have had some good reason to protect our rights there, and freedoms yeah. of why they passed that, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the bill includes over $1.5 billion for customs and border protection, border management efforts, on the condition that the funding cannot be used for border security. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. logic, right? The funds, I mean, however, can be used for technology and uh, capabilities to improve border patrol processing. Mm-hmm. So we can hurry and get them in the country faster. Why don't we just leave the gate open? Why even try to bother to patrol it then? But, or well, why it call is, it a border? It is open. No, no, I mean like wide open. Don't even put the border guys down there. Don't even do the gate and the and the little thing at you know El Paso. Don't even do the. Don't even check them in. Don't it just? Why don't we just, just give Texas back to Mexico and then I mean, uh, you know, we give Texas back to Mexico, then you know their journey just doubled. Yeah, yeah, we would actually, you know, well, no, that puts the border right down the street from me in Oklahoma there, so. <laughs> Are uh, you in Oklahoma now? <laughs> the, Red Ro- the Red River then suddenly becomes uh, the Rio Grande, is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. Yeah, um, like no, I don't think that's, uh, again, so this is about getting more people pushed through. But by the way, isn't it uh, interesting that the government is going to be the only one who has a list of all the people who have bothered to tell them a name as they come across the border? If I just walked across the border... My name is, you know, Bill. I mean, is that that's the amount of verification they have to do to find out I'm Bill? What? How is this okay? Well, that, that's why they're they're one point five billion dollars in technology. Mm. Okay. They're going to give everybody For, iPads, um, and so that you oh, can take that iPad yeah. and you can put the name Bill with a picture. <laughs> hey, and my name is Bill. Them, yeah, you issue them <laughs> social security numbers. Give them their voter my name registration is forms my number. with Democrats all filled out on it, and you send them right. to the states that you need votes in. Please vote D. Everybody yeah. likes a lot of D. Uh, well, you know, voting, this is so. interesting. Trump Trump said this. The, the Marxist Democrats must have something really big on Mitch McConnell in order to get him and some of his friends, Republican senators, to pass the horrendous all-Democrat, all-the-way ominous bill. It gives the border security just to uh, other countries, but zero dollars to the U.S. It funds the corrupt Justice Department, FBI, which rigged the presidential election, and even the Trump-hating special prosecutor. It is also a massive giveaway and capitulation to China, making 
Coco Chow so happy. If you don't know who Coco Chow is, <laughs> this is uh, hey. Okay, let, let me ask you a quick question. What part of your federal government have you ever felt that wasn't fully funded? I mean, what department is out there going, hey, it's September, we're going to have to shut it down because we don't have enough? Th- I mean, when, do you ever hear about any departments ever, like, needing some money because they're just having an uptick of, you know, use? Have you heard of this? Have, this is a thing for you at all? Have you ever heard of this? Well, no, but you know what I would like to see is I'd like to see the majority of them shut down. Oh, no, no, I am, oh, yeah, don't even get me started there. But how about this? We are spending $2.6 billion uh, on the Department of Justice to prosecute January 6th. So they need an extra $2.6 billion in the Justice Department to prosecute January 6th because they need the extra money. I thought they were already a fully funded department that would then take on cases and, and prosecute them as necessary to protect our country. I didn't realize we needed to give them an extra $2 billion to prosecute. I didn't, didn't, I didn't, I thought we were fully funded as a government. That, that seems like a lot of money that prosecute just a few thousand people. I don't know about you, well, but that, that's yeah. uh, an atrocious yeah. amount of money. But uh, That's a lot of money, dude. I mean, seriously, $2 billion, $2.6 billion. That's not like, hey, we're oh, we're running a little low on paper ink. Well, you know, see, we're out Jim, running out of magenta. You got to understand we what some... they're doing, though. It, it's not about where the money's going. It's about mm-hmm. spending the money in the first place. Because the more money they spend, the faster the recession and depression kicks in. So th- there was a recent poll. Um, that was that was posted out there. I believe it was an AP poll or, or a Rasmussen poll. And they asked people, do they believe it's time for a new stimulus check? And people came back and said, yeah, we want a new stimulus check. It was 63% agree with a new stimulus check because of high mm. inflation and the, the rising <laughs> cost of goods and services. And this just goes to show you just absolutely – how brain dead America is, is that these people hey, a guy who's that, on fire, that guy yeah. who's staggering around on fire, you hand him a cup of gasoline because that'll, that's how you get rid of ga- well, fire. The analogy here is, is that inflation is caused by the printing of money by the government. So people want another trillion dollars in stimulus, which is going to have to get printed. I mean, the, the treasury goes over to the federal reserve says, Hey, banks, the, uh, the ones that are doing so well these days, um, mm-hmm. can we borrow some money? They say, yeah, let's do that at 3% for, for 30 years of which we're in massively in debt. We're going to have a, a $1.3 trillion deficit this year because of government spending. Now you know why they want to go after that $600 of transactions on Venmo, right? Oh, they, they, um, they're holding off on that this year, by the way. Oh, of course. Did you yeah. hear about that? The IRS announced that they're, they're, it, there's a problem. Well, yeah, so. there's a problem. It's called the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> now, remember, we never ratified the IRS, so it's fine. The 1913, when we announced the IRS was a – yeah, don't worry. Those, the government never lies to you. Remember that, folks. We are always here to help. It's, it's an amazing thing, the machine. It's brilliant. It's it's not brilliant. It, it it's sad. You know why it's sad is because Americans allowed this to happen. Mm-hmm. Americans didn't say anything. They they didn't stand up against the tyranny. People were shouting from dark corners, and they were shut out for 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 a hundred years. People have been right. screaming and warning people, and yet people did nothing. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that we're not the blame for the current situation, but this has been yeah. a long time coming that people have allowed the, the federal government to, to usurp their freedoms, their rights and their liberties for the longest time. People have allowed corporate and private and foreign interest to take over our government and just kind of brushed it off their shoulders because their life was good and the economy was good during that time. And that's the sad thing is people people take that 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 level of of happiness that hey I'm making money I got a good house I got a good vehicle I got money in the bank I'm okay you know what let the government do what they want but that was all part of the plan wasn't it Yeah Well again that goes back to the the statement of you know hard times make soft men and or <laughs> hard times make hard men and soft times soft times make soft men and the problem is, is that we've had we've had it so good. We, what do we really struggle for? Hey, hey, Josh, you're hungry. What do you walk? Twelve feet to your kitchen? You know, hey, Josh, you know, you're tired. You you walk twelve feet to your bed. You know, I mean, it, it, the thing is, is that we forget how we do have the thermostat and we do have food readily available and we do have electricity and power and all these different things. And I know up there in, in New York, you guys are getting a ton of snow right now, and there's a lot of things going on. But in reality. You're not in an igloo. You're not in a cave. You're not in. There's a lot of things that we've done with technology that you know allows us to live in very inhospitable places. But yet, how did we get there? Because people well, struggled hard to get us to the point we are now. Now we've gotten soft and can't figure out why it is we're being ran over. Well, so to reiterate what Jim was just saying here, G. Michael Hopf uh, from the book Those Who Remain wrote the quote: "Hard times create strong men." Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. And that's mm-hmm. the situation we're in right now, is that we're in the time of weak men creating hard times. We're entering that right now. And, and Jim's right. You know, we're not living in an igloo unless you were one of the people in Washington State who had their power knocked out in near freezing temperatures and one of the 19,000 that have no power this last weekend. Then you probably right. do live in an igloo. But we are uh, we're going through a, a great transition right now in this world and everything that you're seeing happen is kind of like a a a signal a a, a just a, a thing that is popping up a battle that is popping up in this bigger war that is being waged what's happening in buffalo right now we're going to talk about that after the break but it, it, it's atrocious and it should never have happened mm-hmm. but it is We'll talk about that here in just a minute. We'll be back with more Dark Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. 
They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back on the Dark Delight show. And, uh, you know, some interesting things happened. Savage blizzard in the U.S. has left 32 dead power outages and basically snapped travel around the country. We had this uh, polar vortex. You know, a few years ago they called it a polar vortex. This year they're just calling it freezing storm, right? Um, that has encompassed most of the country. It's called weather. It's called weather. You don't exactly. like it. Wait ten minutes. It'll winter. give you something new. I mean, what? <laughs> but we had uh, this this storm. Sorry, that left uh, massive snow drifts. I mean, you know, up to eight feet of snow in some parts of Buffalo. But you know, it, it's not it's not crazy what happened with the snow because Buffalo has dealt with the snow for a very long time. Um, what's interesting is the looting that came after this. Did you see this? What? In Buffalo? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. People are just completely tearing the city apart, looting. Um, and Arab store owners, this is, this is Muslim store owners, have resorted to the Second Amendment to fend off looters in Buffalo because the cops aren't around to save their businesses. This is similar to what we saw in L.A. during the riots. Remember this? Well, is this part of the whole? Um, uh, are we doing that? They are they doing it because it's what they should be doing, or are they doing it to abuse it? Well, no, no, they're doing it to save their businesses. Right. That, okay. That okay. Arab store owners are pulling out their guns and shooting at looters when they're coming near their stores to protect and save their stores. And you know what? More power to them. More power right. to these people. Yeah. They're understanding the true, un, the true definition of freedom in this country is that you have the right to self-defense. You have the right to protect yourself. You have the right to protect your property. And, right. you know, I'm watching some of the videos of a lot of these, uh, these loots that occurred in Buffalo. And, and this is just sad. Firstly, it's sad that, you know, these people were unable to protect their stores. And secondly, it's sad that the people of Buffalo would resort to that low level of of quality of a human being, a low level of character, that that they would do that to their own city, they would do that to their own stores. But this is the lawlessness that we're seeing replicated within these highly liberal cities. And you know, Jim, right. I've talked about what I call the global firestorm event. 
And what right. I talk about in the Global Firestorm event is social and cultural destabilization. And how this works is we go back to the drawing board. We go back to George Soros. We go back to the attorney generals that are put in place. We go back to the, the lax liberal governors. And what we start to see is that the criminals are being released from prison. They're getting lighter sentences. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the governor's coming in and removing the police budget and reducing the police force. And you have an increase in crime. And eventually what happens is this streams out into the rural neighborhoods. And this is exactly what we're seeing right now. And and that this is going to escalate. The crime is only going to get worse. People, the murder rate is only going to get worse. The the, the violent crime rate is only going to get worse because these people, they want to destabilize. They want the collapse of your societies, of your cities, of your states. Hochul is a communist. Understand this. And in order to take full, complete communist control of New York, they have to destabilize all the communities. They cannot have a community that is strong and firm within their stance that protects and defends themselves. And this is what we're headed towards in 2023. Hey, what happened to um, what happened to buddy your buddy Cuomo, the one that was like the New York governor that got the Oscar for being as cool as he was? My buddy, your, I was that yeah, my guys, buddy. The, I thought you guys were like you know old frat buddies or something. You guys are no. hanging out on the weekends and doing cool stuff like that. What, whatever, whatever happened to that guy? I mean, he just like. Oops, I'm not governor anymore, and he just fart in the wind, just left us? Where'd he go? uh, He's dating Kelly Conway, the former Republican uh, aide for Donald Trump. No way. Yeah. You're not. Come on, man. No, I'm serious. Kelly Conway? I never really liked her, but I mean, why is she? Wait, what? (laughs) Come on, Josh, man. This is not April Fool's. We can't do this first thing in the morning. What are you talking about? So the Oscar-winning... New York governor. I mean, how proud is New York? I mean, New York State has. Uh, they should just. There's a. There's got to be a parade for this, right? Your guys as governor got an Oscar for his portrayal during a pandemic. I mean, this is. And then now he's dating Kellyanne Conway. Well, not only did he get an Oscar for his portrayal, but he also did what to the nursing homes and how many nursing home deaths and um, how many fake ballots were on their way to Pennsylvania moving through. Uh, anyways. You know, yeah, Cuomo yeah. is, uh, this man should be in jail, rotting in Absolutely. jail, but instead he's free to do what he wishes. You know, what's interesting is, do you remember we had some uh, some power plant attacks in, in North Carolina, and then we saw some in Oregon and Washington? Right. Well, guess what? The vandals are back. They attacked four power substations on Christmas Day. 17,000 were without power. This is in uh, Pierce County, Washington. Well, I want to tell you right now, folks, this is a real thing. And, I, and I'm going to give it to you from a guy who spent almost 40 years uh, doing – for the Department of Defense. And I've built a lot of houses and a lot of big commercial buildings and huge projects across this country. And I'm going to tell you right now, we do have we do have infrastructure issues. We do have weaknesses. And the fact that you know this hasn't been exploited more really you know, is shame on us. The, these things are real. I mean, look at just in a normal operation how easy it is to lose power uh, during a snowstorm or a windstorm, you know, different things like that. But imagine if someone actually was coordinated and wanted to do some nefarious things. You know, because I designed and built these systems, I know what they take and what their low points are and what how we can get into them. And, guys, this vandalism thing, if this starts to take traction, if the people start to see that this is an effective way to do things and control the population, 
you know, they talk about how, you know, you know, those of you who have been without power, you understand this. You feel very debilitated. Maybe you have running water, but you have no heat. Um, guys, imagine if they're doing things that are going to start impacting what would consider to be supply chain issues, where they start taking out transformers and, and wire that we don't have. Uh, what happens then when there just isn't wire or there just isn't transformers to be able to bring power back to your, your local area? Um, there are things out there that we should be very mindful of. Our water services and stuff are very open. And, uh, and if we're not really taking precautions to really think about what our life looks like, you know, we could fall victim to something just because we're so used to power always being there, just so used to the natural gas always being there, so always used to the, 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 the water being there. So these are things to be mindful of, that these, these vandals that are going out and doing things, um, it is a real serious thing. And if someone were to actually kind of a, a quote-unquote nefarious cell or group of people want to come in and do some things, guys, it, it can be very detrimental to you know, just our, our regular existence. Um, we all depend on our phones. We all depend on our, our Internet. We all depend on all these different things. And if you don't have power to it, what good is it? Because you're not using satellite. Remember, all this stuff is coming through data lines. This stuff is all coming, you know, yeah, there's some Wi-Fi effect, but what about the data line up to the Wi-Fi? Um, so, yeah, the, when you're talking about this this whole vandalism thing and then this is a thing, if this starts tracking at all, folks, uh, it, it, this could affect us, but, you know, way this, is, this could be really a tyrannical move because at the point where you actually take away from it and it's something that can't even just be put back into place real easy, you know, you can grow some more tomatoes, um, no, when they, you start taking down these lines, these power lines and transformers and things like that, to put those back up is enormous amounts of work. Absolutely. And and really what we're seeing is we're seeing the the destruction of the infrastructure. I mean, if you go back to the Global Firestorm event, the infrastructure was one part of it, attacks on infrastructure. And this mm -hmm. is exactly what we're seeing. And now the attacks on infrastructure matter because guess what? Is if people don't have power, if they don't have the ability to, to travel through transportation systems, this is gonna shut down the United States. Not only that, it affects supply chain. Um, people begin to question the stability of their government during these points in times. And so I mm -hmm. highly recommend for everybody out there is to to go out and buy, you know, six solar panels. They're not that expensive. Six solar panels and then a solar battery as backup. At least something to operate a space heater, the the the, the char, you know, something to, you know, be able to cook with or something of that nature. Have a, a single wood light. burning stove. Have a wood burning stove. Um, yeah. I got a wood burning stove in my my basement right now. It's not mm -hmm. functional, but you know what? If, if it came down to it and it needed to be functional, <laughs> oh, it's going to be functional. <laughs> it may not look pretty, but we're getting the exhaust out of the house, right? I mean, that's yeah. sometimes that's all it takes. I and mean, we get so particular about certain things. Oh, I don't, you know, we got to make sure we have the right flue pipe. If you're cold, the flue pipe, the flue pipe don't matter. Well, you want a fire. Yeah, you want something warm. So, guys, remember, the, the cold is what gets us the most. We can, we can really handle heat. We really can. We can handle heat so much better. But when it comes to cold, the dogs, the cows, the horses, the people really can't handle it. And that's something we should be mindful of. I agree. And you know, you know what happens next, though, Jim, is you mm -hmm. get these subtle attacks on community, on your social mm -hmm. structure. Then you get these subtle attacks on infrastructure, on supply chain, and, and this mm -hmm. leads to global economic collapse. Yep. And well, when you, can, when you can stop the flow of water, right, you can disrupt it. You can cut the hose, and that means that now the, the, the water is just being dispersed in other places it shouldn't be or it's being backed up. It can never meet to the end. 
Um, how long does it take to, to make that repair? And uh, some of these things can be put into place where there cannot be a repair, where things can't come back. Um, a few loading docks, uh, a few shipping ports, a few uh, boat, uh, uh, you know, boat ways in the channels and stuff. They could clog those up. You clog one. I mean, look what they did with the Suez Canal. One boat. Remember, ever given the whole that whole thing? Oh yeah. I mean, how how much did that screw things up? And that was just one boat hitting the side of the, the bank. Get ready, guys. 2023 is going to be off the chain. All right. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, all right. And, uh, yep, you know, I was notified that solar panels are not working very well in Buffalo right now, which, uh, you know, there, there's alternative solutions, right? There's, there's solar panels. There's wind. There's Oh, come on with this green agenda, man. We need free energy, Jim. We need Nikola yeah. Tesla free energy. That's it's what we need. But here's the thing. You know, okay, so do you guys know about the firmament thing, right? We're not the firmament as in the whole uh, flat earth flat or earth. domed or okay. – I was going to hope – I hope you weren't going to say that. <laughs> but you, you guys understand like copper rods that you can use in your garden or in your house plants that actually – like pieces of copper wire you can use in your house plant to create a coil – and they've actually shown that just because of that wire sitting in the soil next to your plant, it actually uh, makes the plant actually grow faster and healthier. And uh, they're saying that they can actually detect the the exchange of energy that is actually going on from the atmosphere into the soil around the plant. And, guys, if we actually start really getting into the whole Tesla effect of things, if we really start getting down to the brass tacks of it, you start realizing that Tesla wasn't generating, generating like with a power generator. He was actually collecting. He was a, he was power collecting and then redirecting. Mm-hmm. And people need to really get away from the idea that. Oh, by the way, let me ask you guys a quick question here. If your power company can read your meter at your house through the electrical line, then why don't we have a um, why don't we have a true internet outlet at every single outlet in our house? Because if they can send communications back and forth and knows which globe it is that is running the power at my house, and that signal can go back and forth, why can't they just go ahead and make every outlet on my house an internet connection and get rid of the cable? I'm just asking for a friend, folks. I mean, here's the thing is, we're so tied into doing things because this is how we've always done it. We're afraid to change. And there's a lot of things that we do out of superstition tradition in this day right now that we don't realize that if we walked away from certain things, we would actually have a better life. But we're so driven by what we've always done instead of living life with purpose. Again, Conformity. Tesla. Conformity. <laughs> Get it, it, it does. Boy. Comfortable conformity. That, that's what it comes mm-hmm. down to is comfortable conformity. Is that right. people are so ingrained in the easiest things to do, the things that alleviate the, the less amount of stress on their life that they, you know – 
that we, we, we just accept what is. And you're right, Nikola Tesla, man. I've, I've studied Tesla for a very, very long time. Very long mm-hmm. time. And Nikola Tesla was very, very rarely generating his own power source. Instead, what he was doing is he was accumulating the ambient mm-hmm. electricity around him. And the actual little device that you're talking about is a copper rod that goes about a foot to two feet down into the ground. And it comes up and it spirals into this mm-hmm. little antenna shape that kind of is like a circular antenna. And it's called a cosmic ray accumulator. And that sounds can, cool. Is it like a gun I get? In like a, yeah, well, it, it like it's a, pretty cool. You can actually hook it up and, and actually collect electric current off of it. Um, now, people have been unable to get these things to work, and I think I actually know why. Um, see, our our planet goes through various different types of systems, or sorry, mm-hmm. cycles, with the sun and with the galaxy, and these are called solar maximums and minimums. And so, when we're in a solar minimum and we don't have this this large solar uh, solar wind coming by the earth, we have an increase mm-hmm. in cosmic radiation coming out from the galaxy. And then vice versa, when we're at a solar maximum, we have a large solar wind and less cosmic ray bombardment. Right. And I think that one of the, the things about this is that those cosmic ray uh, collectors work better when we're at a solar minimum. And so, uh-huh. but if you go, I got, I got like multiple books here on Nikola Tesla's technology on all of his patents. Right. At least the ones that we know of. And uh, it's pre- some pretty genius stuff. And there's some guys out there recreating a lot of this stuff right now. Mm-hmm. But we have to understand is that everything is energy. Everything is composed of this, this fundamental um, fabric of, of the universe. And that it's all around us. And there's no reason right. to, to meter it and pay for it when we can go out there and innovate new new ways to collect it and utilize it. So I'm optimistic about the future is that we're going to have energy breakthroughs. I mean, we just had that fusion breakthrough at uh, Lawrence Livermore. You know, do you right. understand how significant that is? I, I've got a buddy of mine who's in, who's in Italy right now, and they're doing the dumpster-sized nuclear cold fusion plants where you basically you know basically like at every quick well, trip Lenars. or every convenience store huh uh, is what? it lenr low energy uh, nu- uh nuclear <clears throat> sorry yeah. is it the the low emission nuclear energy yeah lnrs yeah yeah so you you end up being able it's like a trash can a commercial trash can size um reactor that literally does two to three hundred thousand uh two to three hundred thousand homes out of that one little and you don't even there's no waste there's no maintenance there's no you know all this other stuff that we have when we think of nuclear energy, um, most, mostly what you see in nuclear energy plants is most of the safety precautions. The actual reaction and things that actually go on is a very small part of what you see in nuclear reactors. All that extra, all the cooling ponds and pumps and all that, those are all redundant safety uh, procedures to keep the plant safe. We, we think of them as these great big leviathans. Well, they hold have on, to hold be. on. We got we to we show the difference here. Firstly, the current <laughs> oh, fission sorry. reactors that we have in nuclear power plants are uncontrolled right. or basically reactions that are always going to continue, and there's no way to stop them. This is one of the main right. problems. Why This is why you have to have all that redundancy. 
Uh, the Lennar sure. or cold fusion is where the input power is greatly reduced. So you don't have a massive input power into the system. Right. And it's a chain reaction that just continues and produces an abundance or over unity of power where a yeah. fusion reactor has a certain amount of high energy coming in. But the fusion reaction, as long as the energy is coming in, produces more out than it actually is putting energy in. And right. the one in Lawrence Livermore, they produced about, I think it was, uh, it was 130 or 140% over unity. Now, this is, right. you know, obviously, this has got science and uproar because something like that, a fusion reactor, once the, elect once the power source external to it gets shut off, it shuts off. So it's incredibly safe. Okay. Right. Um, the same thing with the Lennar technology or the cold fusion mm -hmm. technology, but the cold fusion is still not accepted by the mainstream. Um, but I do believe that it is operating. And this is, if you've seen these, um, these hydrogen cells that people are right. adding to their car going in there, this is a, a form of cold fusion. Very, very similar. Right. Um, but well, the buddy of mine's in Italy. Oh, go ahead, he's, go ahead. he's doing this. He's selling these right now because a lot of the big money over there are quietly going in and installing these outside of the government's control because they're considered to be they're not nuclear so they're not regulated mm -hmm. so they're trying to get them put in before the government starts regulating them well agreed but but the fusion thing you have to understand yeah. is the fusion reactor mm -hmm. once these start becoming commercialized and developed you know, missions to Mars, Saturn, outside of our solar system, the development mm -hmm. of higher level technology. The, one, of the, one of the main reasons that we don't have a highly advanced propulsion system for the spacecrafts, like right. ion jet drive engines and, and stuff like this that can make us go 600,000 miles per hour, 700,000 right. miles per hour. The reason we don't have that is because of the power supply is we never yeah. had an abundance of energy to get us there. We've always been dependent upon chemical rockets or these Well, that's where the word renewable comes from. See, the problem is is that it, it's, it's self-perpetuating. It's not something that has to have – I have to have a ton of coal to get 1,000 right. BTUs of heat. Yeah, you, you, know, you or need whatever. roughly – so if you wanted to do a trip to Mars and back with a fusion reactor, you probably need um, you know, like, like 50 grams – worth mm -hmm. of the the pellets it's not that much and right. and that's the beautiful thing about it is that see if you look at historically of humanity on this planet is that our technology has always been limited by our energy by our energy supply mm -hmm. by our power source and for the last 150 years we've been incredibly dependent upon chemically produced energy or physically produced, chemically produced energy, right? Right. You know, they had the right idea back in the early 1900s with hydroelectric and utilizing Niagara Falls and Tesla technology and, and producing energy through the ambience of the ionosphere or through the ambience of the air. But it was never, never consistent. And Tesla knew this. And, and that's what he was working on. But then he got defunded. But if we have this renewable energy source like fusion or cold fusion in where, you know, a pound of this reactable substance could be put in there and then you have this high potential potentiality laser that basically produces this charge and produces a fusion reaction and you can bottle that up into some type of spacecraft. You can bottle that up into a city or you can bottle that up into – 
nations all around the world. Now we right. have an overabundance of energy put into the system and new tech and innovations come about from that. And that's the beautiful thing is that our technology has always progressed consistent with the amount of energy available for utilization. And so we're going to see a massive boom in the space age because of mm -hmm. this in space travel and planetary interplanetary travel and then outside of our solar system. Within the next 100 years, I guarantee you, we'll be having manned spacecraft missions outside of our solar system. Guarantee it. But I grew up with the Jetsons, and I'm still looking for my flying car. So um, there's that. Well, you know what? That, that's Here's the thing, and this goes to that as well, is that the ability for us to manipulate gravity has never been necessarily about understanding the field equations and the combinations of Newtonian physics to quantum physics, but has yeah. been about the manipulation of the massive amount of energy to do so. Right. It is having that consistent level of energy to do so. That's the key. Is once you have that energy source, that technology follows. And I, right. I think we're really close. We'll be right back with more. When you get that energy down there small enough things, you can make it more usable for everybody, right? Yep, that's it. Very good. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. 
Dark Delight with Josh Reeb on the WYSL stations. All right, thanks for the back to the Dark Delight show. And, and we're talking about alternative energy here. We're talking about fusion, cold fusion, Nikola Tesla. And, and I think it's a good topic of discussion that needs to be had because – this is where our world has been for a long time is 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 in this hole of the globalists mm-hmm. who control the energy supply they control the coal they control the natural gas they control the oil it, it isn't what this is all about isn't this what the battle that the democrat and the liberals are trying to implement on us but i mean and this is the sad thing right jim is that oh, yeah. the liberals are like we need to go to alternative energy i agree yeah, we need we need more solar panels and wind. I disagree. Right. Well, what do you what do we talk about? How about more research into exotic technologies like fusion, cold fusion, like you know Nikola battery Tesla storage is not the answer. See, the problem is, is we all default to batteries, but lithium mining is the most destructive open earth mining we have on Earth, and yet we're over here going lithium batteries, go go go! Like that's part of our big problem. I mean, we're not even talking about hydrogen. Why are we talking about hydrogen? Why are we doing hydrogen cars? What happened to UPS putting you know tens of thousands Power of hydro- hydrogen? Demand. Yeah. yeah. See, we got we got to figure out how to get it on demand. So that's why I say we have to use capacitors. But see, Dr. Douglas Frank, he's a, actually a physicist. He's actually a Nobel Prize <laughs> physicist. So I talk to him about electrical stuff a lot because that's where his 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 uh, course of study was. And I talked to him about capacitors, and he goes, yeah, there are capacitors that act way better than batteries. But the problem is is that everybody defaults to battery use as, as long-term power storage when actually capacitors can do the same thing in a smaller area and be far more effective. But what do we do? Superstition and tradition. Well, you know, Jim, uh, just to kind of – not to burst your bubble, but a battery yeah. is a capacitor. But <laughs> – <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to go to the lines here. We have John. Here. John. John, yep. what's up, man? Hey, guys. Happy New Year to you. I hope you had a good Christmas. You as well, buddy. Very How are you doing? Time. Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, Josh, you were mentioning the uh, looting in Buffalo. I uh, uh, I was going to go up to Buffalo to visit my my mom and whatever over the weekend. Of course, that didn't happen because of the, the snow emergency there. And so I, listen, I was listening to WBEN there quite a bit to get an update. I didn't hear anything about the looting. And... <laughs> It kind of goes to show you, and WBEN is sort of a conservative radio station. It kind of goes to show you uh, the mis- disinformation that the media has. I mean, this is a conservative radio uh, show in uh, our news news network in Buffalo, and uh, they don't talk about uh, the looting, as you had mentioned earlier. But, you know, Jim, you had mentioned about uh, mm-hmm. the plant plant life uh, being uh, certain things can really speed up the growth and uh, vibration, uh, Mm -hmm. the vibrancy of uh, plant life. But, you know, one of the things the media, I think, has really misinformed us on is uh, CO2. CO2 Mm -hmm. is a necessity, as as most people know, of photosynthesis and the production of oxygen and Plant life thrives in CO2. In fact, uh, I'm not an expert on this by any means, but uh, when they pump CO2 in some of these greenhouses, plant life yep. just thrives. And Absolutely. It's one of the biggest hang-ups I have about this man-made global warming uh, farce. 
not only the CO2 issue, which uh, I, what's more important than producing oxygen, and what's more important <laughs> than producing thriving green plant life for our food supply? The, right. the, the, I heard recently also the northern lights, uh, which I think are uh, spurred on by some reaction from the sun, actually create uh, holes in our atmosphere. So the sun has a lot to do with uh, global warming. The sun has a lot right. to do with uh, uh, a lot of issues in our weather. And it really frustrates me to have this corrupt media constantly pushing uh, the man-made climate change thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, CO2 actually falls to the earth. It doesn't actually go up and block the sun from penetrating the earth's atmosphere. So the problem is, is that when they talk about it blocking stuff, they're just lying to you, ball-faced. Um, 0.02% of our entire atmosphere is CO2, and we contribute 0.01% of that 0.02% to the CO2 emissions. So please, folks, let's fight about something that means something. Nitrogen, 70% of our atmosphere is nitrogen. Let's fight about that. But uh, let's not do it about CO2. It's just very disingenuous. What bothers me is uh, why do, why do, why don't the uh, uh, energy companies, the Exxon's and Mobil Exxon's, etc., et uh, put on a public relations uh, uh, tirade against man-made climate change and talk about the CO2 area situation, talk about how, why the sun is responsible for, responsible for man-made climate change. Uh, or I should say, responsible for climate change. Uh, they don't seem to. Uh, they just take it. It's like uh, mm-hmm. the conservatives and Republicans don't fight back against uh, the the lies that come out of the media, and that's why Trump is being uh, being railroaded like he has been for the last six or seven years. But if I make oil the bad guy, that means that I can raise the oil prices because I don't have the availability to give to you, so I can actually make more profit because you keep telling me that oil is a problem. See, they actually benefit from you saying that oil is an issue, so they have to raise prices to go out and make it <laughs> cleaner or whatever. And, and there's the truth about. right there, is that yep. the whole green agenda that's coming about right now in this world is organized on behalf of the same gas and oil companies that are screaming against it. They're mm-hmm. transitioning and getting rich at the same time. They're, they are the ones that are investing in the green energy platforms, the solar, the wind, the hydroelectric, the hydrogen. And at the same time, they're making a killing off of their excess oil. Now, I agree. Mm-hmm. We have to transition off of oil, gas, and coal. Absolutely. Right? But right. if we're going to do that, why aren't we making the innovative strides that we typically have done before in the civilization? And instead of coming out and saying, we need better solar powers and batteries and, and better you know, wind generators and start putting up wind turbines everywhere. Instead of doing that, why, why aren't we researching various other methodologies, bringing up exotic sciences? And looking into this to see if there is anything that we can utilize. The reason is, is because they don't want a solution. They don't want a solution that's going to give everybody clean, free, abundant energy because there's no money in that. If you have that, the government can't go in there and regulate it and produce a whole industry about it. These big corporations and tech giants cannot go in there because it's so easy to develop these technologies that everybody will develop their own and they will no longer need them. And they can't put a meter on that. That's the problem. 
i.e. that is actually the standard oil uh, business model when they went around and created prohibition so you wouldn't make steel corn alcohol or steel alcohol to run your Ford vehicles off because they were bioflex. They could run off of petroleum or grain alcohol, and standard oil created the prohibition through Molly Hatchet. Uh, so then they, you could no longer have home steels. You could only be a licensed alcohol maker. Guys, it's always been about the money. Ironic well, about this control. whole thing is there's only uh, estimates I've heard as much as three or 400 years left of fossil fuels. And the Earth is 4.5 billion years old. If you put 300 or 400 years over 4.5 billion years, that means that's 0%, basically, effectively. Yeah, you're absolutely right, John. Appreciate the call, my friend. Jim, thank you for joining me today, everybody. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. That's all we have for you with the Dark Delight Show today. We'll be back with tomorrow with another interesting topic and interesting discussion. Have a great day.